This is the Munate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi F. With our friends over at the Keep Sakery, Susanna and Warren, all the way from Australia. Mate, how are you doing? Great. G'day. Good to have you here. Really excited to be speaking about the inclusion of virtual reality into uh, the, the arts. So, you know, you've got all this virtual reality kit. What uh, compelled you to think, hey, you know what, we're going to include it in the arts? Or are we um, going to include the arts within it, however you want to position? I, I think it came, um, it, it came about when I um, first met uh, Susanna. She asked me about, like, she, you know, Susanna's practice is, is mm. in visual, art, uh, visual arts and drawings. So, so she was asking me about, like, how do you do a drawing you could walk through? Mm. So, and that was quite a few years ago before kind of like, you know, when VR had first come out and there weren't actually programs you could do that. And then this program called um, Tilt Brush came along, yeah. which you can actually, you can tell us about it, um, Suze. You can paint in and out. Yes, yes. So basically, um, it's a really responsive piece of technology, and it allows me to um, to draw in virtual space. So I place all of the drawings in physical space, Mm. and then you invite participants to walk through the drawing. And so for me, it's an ultimate. It's an ultimate goal. I I love making the work. Yeah. yeah. So if that makes sense. So it does, of course. You physically have to navigate yeah. the marks once you're in the virtual uh, reality um, headset and, and drawing itself. But when I hear the name, Keepsakery, <laughs> um, what, what is the relevance of that to the project? Okay, so um, the idea of this particular work, the Keepsakery, is it's like a cabinet of curiosities, a ca- uh, Wunderkammer, and we wanted to um, make... Um, We've made a drawn architecture that um, we then place people's objects and treasures that they've mm. shared with us, and we've scanned them using 3D scanner, oh. and um, and then we've also recorded their stories about that object, why why they bought it. It might have been quite circumstantial, or it might have been that they really treasure it. And so when you're wor- walking through the, the drawing itself, you can take these objects off the shelf and hold them, hold those virtual stories and, and listen to them and hear a little bit more about what people treasure. Fantastic mm. work. Yeah, this, this year we're basically, um, in a sense, uh, we've brought this along as a demo. We, we kind of, we, we developed it at a residency in, uh, in Melbourne, but what we want to do is come back in 2020 and actually do a version that is just um, uses objects and stories from Bloemfontein yeah. to invite people to bring along you know, an object that means something to them. And also, we start, we'd like to actually invite artists who wanted to get involved in in VR uh, to to come along and actually do works in response to it. Like there's there's one object in there. We went and did a residency mm. in New Zealand, and we went looking to record kiwis. Um, you know the small brown bird, yeah. bird sort of thing, um, which which failed miserably. But as we were going along, <laughs> um, someone introduced me to this thing called a rangiora, which is like, they go, oh, this is like you know the the, the native toilet paper because it's like paper that you can use as paper. And I realised, oh, you can actually write on it. So mm. why no one thought of that? So we took that, we scanned that, and then when you pick that up, you can actually the drawing disappears and you go into another drawing that oh, Susanna did of a forest. Sort of thing. So we won't. Mm. Yeah, that's one thing we're we're thinking of, of inviting people to do. So that there's objects, and then you pick it up, and you can actually go into a drawn a space. separate object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's so phenomenal. It, it must take it, a lot of time to prepare. It, it, it does. It does. Initially, it's about having. It's almost you're only, only limited by your imagination. Mm. So the idea of collaborating with other creatives. You know, we, we've also got a 3D camera with us. We've also got um, a 3D um, or 360 uh, sound uh, microphone. Yeah. So we, we were thinking also while we're here, we're, we're, um, we might do some little sound recordings yeah. of, of maybe some 
poetry or something else that's happening, and then you know, and then we could actually um, put that in in the keepsake that we've got. A so. phenomenal concept. Um, kudos to you, and thank you so much for bringing it here. One of the amazing reasons why I love the, the concept coming to Bloemfontein is that the equipment required to build this sort of thing is very much out of the reach of your common, well, let me not use the word common, but your typical mm. artist, especially in Bloemfontein where, where means are few. So, you know, there's almost a reliance on these sort of projects coming through. And, and what response have you received so far? The exhibition or the project's been on for two days here. What response have you gotten so far from our artists? Um, oh, there's a lot of interest in this sort of thing, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people who haven't necessarily been exposed, heard of it, but haven't actually been exposed to it before right. and they're really fascinated with the, the potential of what you can do with, do with it sort of thing, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. It's, well, it's really exciting. It's exciting to be here. And um, we've had um, a crew of creatives come through from Swaziland, I think, yeah. and they're uh, sort of... Um, uh, I know they're, they're, they're young people, mm. so um, they have got very excited about it. And you know, we've had it. You know, they've, they've been in and out of it over the last couple of days. But so. you're in the very enviable position now, where you are, you know, travelling the world, or at least to Bloemfontein yeah. so far. Yeah, but you, you're, you're going to be yeah. travelling, uh, I, I assume, with this project. So when you do that, you're also gathering a lot of data and information, and more. Well, Artists, artistry, artistry from various places around the world. So you're in the enviable position where you can actually do a global keepsakery. Is there a broader plan? Um, I don't know. This this is it at this stage. Yeah. We would love to do that sort of thing. And um, for us, a lot a lot of it is actually looking at what we can looking at what we can potentially do with yeah. the medium and how we can actually create that as just set that up as a sort of a toolbox. Yeah. So we can cause when we come back um, in 2020, we're also having to do workshops. So we're looking at like the different because we've got a lot of processes involved in actually creating the work sort of thing. Yeah, you know, of there's the scanning, there's the, the the recording, there's kind of like you know a lot of the the drawing, the placement, and all that sort of thing. So we'd like to actually be able to to if anyone's interested, to be able to pass that that mm. sort of like you know those skills on, so people can you know, go away and, and work on the, and do be inspired themselves. Well, phenomenal stuff. Well, if you have any questions for the keepsakery for Suzanne and Warren, get us up on 079-855-0998. Otherwise, at Corfs FM 97, we're going to keep them in studio for just a little while longer as we answer some of your questions. So be sure to get those through. And if you are an artist interested in the medium, not only will we be telling you to get in touch with us, but we'll be telling you how to get in touch with the keepsakery here at the Freyfius. Michelle with Chris Brown on your Ultimate Campus Radio, still in studio with the keepsakery team all the way Australia I, I, I love Australia content so sometimes I get a bit overexcited I'm sorry if it comes across as offensive but uh, Susanna Warren Susanna I promised you a difficult question and, and here it comes you know I've played in these uh, sort of VR environments what happens if I have epilepsy because those colours are striking yeah um, I tend to make works that I really feel comfortable in mm-hmm. and I don't want to set up um, spaces that make people shocked mm. or, or in any way anxious. I have had people that have felt uncomfortable um, before he- putting on mm. the headset, and people with, um, you know, um, vertigo or other experiences yeah. that they've shared with me um, prior to putting on the headset, and I've just always encourage people to just sort of take it slowly and yeah. to see if they feel comfortable and putting on the headset you can't you're still you can actually see the work itself right. without moving and um, 
Yeah, so I haven't had that happen and I wouldn't want it to happen. Sure. But the idea is it's actually a very calm space um, that people can feel comfortable in moving or, or they can come, come out of the space. But of course, everywhere you look at it, there must be a bit of risk to it because, you know, we've had virtual reality for decades now, mm-hmm. but it's never been at the quality we thought it would get to where it is now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you're pioneers in the sense that this, in terms of art, is almost a new medium. So, you know, what are the difficulties you've discovered or come across transitioning from whatever former medium you were using into the virtual reality space? Mm-hmm. Um, well, previously we were working, um, or I've been working with um, touch-responsive textiles mm. and um, making copper platforms or conductive spaces that people can walk through and drawings that they can touch and listen to. And we've sort of pushed, we now know with that, that particular medium how what size we can go to, how many moving parts we can put into it, um, how many stories we can tell within that media. Um, But with virtual reality, it seems like um, uh, with a virtual environment, there's a really extensive um, potential and um, there's almost, we're only limited by imagination about how we can use the space and um, to tell stories and to share collective histories and memories, which is what I'm personally interested in doing with it. So that's the negative side that that, that we've crossed, but the the positives must be immense. I mean, there must be a lot of relatability to this medium. There must be a lot of people who are enthused or even like really excited or possibly even aided by the medium. What's come out of this so far for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose the main thing is is with our work is, is actually opening up the, the potential to people. So there's like, you know, people that haven't actually experienced it before and coming away like, wow, I didn't realise you could do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, outside of like, um, uh, yeah, and you, I think you mentioned there is a lot of like capacity for, mm-hmm. for empathy. So outside the work that we do, there's, there is a lot of sort of stuff in, in like, you know, therapeutic areas of like, therapeutic medicine, for instance, mm-hmm. where I know there was an instance where um, burn victims, they put headsets on them and um, uh, just showed them like wintry scenes, and it would immediately kind of like you know oh, reduce wow. the level of pain they felt. And like you know, there's a lot of interesting work being done um, also for people with with dementia. Kind of like you know, they they speak to mm-hmm. like dementia patients about memories of like you know um, past events they still mm. recall, and they'll recreate those in, in yeah. VR, and that will be like you know. Um, and they can helpful. have sounds of waves yes, if they used to have right. their childhood yeah. somewhere near the coast or um, near a forest. And apparently that's very, well, it's the emotive sense of sound and how mm. soothing that can yeah. be. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And you can also, it, it's, it's, very, it's a very responsive medium. So you can actually also um, um, bring in objects um, like we do, or you can bring in images mm. and then use them as a... Um, either to draw from um, or you could actually um, have them there for people to yeah. um, to you know to sort of like to hold and to have a visual response to so yeah this it's 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 a very, I think it's very versatile and, sure. and quite yeah. exciting I want to go back to an earlier question of yours about like as far as like the dangers yeah. I think the main one is people running into walls <laughs> That's happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. well, you've, you've got you've got like these kind of like yeah, this sort of barrier. Yeah, yeah. But really, you kind of need to be there to make. But sure it is a very play. immersive experience. Yes. So, so a lot of the times, you know, even if you're playing like a silly game of arrow shooting, or mm. my favourite was Audio Shield, oh. and uh, you you know you, you end up moving around too much, and you 
if you don't run into a wall, you punch a wall, and then you're even more upset with yourself because you've busted your controller. <laughs> there, there was actually a guy who got like you can get these little trackers that you yeah. can put on objects when you're in VR, and he actually tied it to his cat. Yeah. So he didn't trip over his cat while he was actually playing in VR, sort of thing. <laughs> but we're we're always there to actually you know yes, of people course. And, and make sure nothing nothing like that happens. Yeah, yeah. and 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 then the I mean you're in a big space where, yes. where you're at yes. now, so yes. I mean there's plenty of room yeah. to move around and explore. In fact, it's um it's probably our largest in-store physically, which is great. Yeah. So you know there's plenty of room for people to walk around and um, explore. Explore <laughs> exactly, and, and um, I think I, I personally what I love about it too is this potential to exchange exchange ideas and memories mm. with people and then you know um and have that collection of of, of yeah of, of that collection of, of people's sort of histories sure one's yeah. mm. and, and that's that's essentially what, what virtual reality is all about is, is mm. the ability to explore mm. places mm. that you, you otherwise wouldn't have and places that might not even exist anymore mm. so it's like you're doing a, a good work for the community and we really appreciate you bringing it through to Bloemfontein which is I maintain really odd um you know, the, of all the places you could have gone to, Bloemfontein, we're super grateful of it. <laughs> so, pleasure. Please come and see it. I'm, I'm very keen. I, like, I was there on the opening opening mm-hmm. evening, but there was too many people for me to put the headset on. And I thought, oh, you know, I've had a headset on. Some of these people didn't even know this existed yesterday. So mm. let's give them a shot. But uh, definitely we'll come through you in the Franco Farm, which is Correct. EXR2. Uh, oh, no, not EXR2, but EXR. Yes. The XR3, I think we, yeah. we are in. There's, there's postcards in the yeah. door. So. No, so looking forward to that. But if people want to get in touch, how do they get hold of the Keepsakery? Um, the.keepsakery yeah. at gmail.com. So Keepsakery spelled K E P S A K E R Y. So the.keepsakery at gmail.com. And any social media? Um, yeah. Um, we don't really have a Facebook account for uh, it, I'm afraid. No. no, no, we don't. We could create one. But no, is it is it not uh, is it maintained by a production studio that we could maybe follow? Or? No, us. Uh, it's just you. Uh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Warren Armstrong and, and Susanna, Susie Williams. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. On yeah. Susanna Williams and uh, Warren Armstrong bringing us uh, the awesomeness that is a virtual reality. Thank you so much for the awesome work that you do and the pioneering things that you do in the arts. And we look Pleasure. forward to seeing you in 2020 if we don't... Well, we look forward to seeing you for the next three days, but yes, come on down. also in, in 2020 when you bring the expanded project. Yes, we Thank look forward to it too. Good to have you here us. on the Monate Fela Breakfast. What is the Aussie way of saying goodbye? Oh, bye bye. <laughs> See ya. Oh, See ya, mate. <laughs> bye bye. Shield emergency protocol one nine three point six. Back to the music faster, faster, faster. This is your ultimate campus radio, Coffee FM ninety seven point zero. That was the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more things. <laughs> oh,